Culture and Psychology with Tabana. A warm hello to our Radio Bomb.Net listeners. Uh, this is Dr. Saide Malikafzali speaking with Dr. Alexandrade from Tavana Organization. Tavana is a nonprofit organization helping uh, youth and adults and any individual who needs psychological support. We are happy that we are working with Radio Bomb.Net. Uh, we have had about 55 sessions so far. And today, Dr. Andrade and I are are continuing with one of our psychological um, conversation. And today we decided to talk about media, shopping, economical situation, vaccination, and all the current events that comes to mind and a connection of all these issues with psychological effect on individuals or groups or nation. Hello, Dr. Andrade. Hi, Dr. Malakavzali. Thank you. I'm glad we're here today talking about this. Uh, yeah, it's perfect timing too. I, I just luckily, um, right before uh, we started, uh, got another package uh, from something that I ordered. And so, yeah, no, it's uh, definitely something that uh, nowadays that we're at home more, uh, you know, and online shopping is so easy and accessible um, for a lot of individuals, whether, whether it's something that we should be doing in the sense of, you know, the, the financial ability to do so, uh, I think is a big aspect of this too. There's definitely a, I think a psychological aspect to purchasing online. Uh, there's a gratification in knowing that, you know, we added something to our cart or that it's, it's shipping now and that it's been delivered. And uh, yeah, there's this something that it, it, it grabs us in doing that. And uh, especially given the, uh, what's going on right now in the world, um, yeah, we're, we're a little bit, uh, we have a lot of more time on our hands. Uh, so yeah, it's something that uh, listeners uh, may find themselves doing a little bit more. I'm, I've definitely been guilty of uh, kind of uh, online shopping and, and especially nowadays, I mean, you can return things so easily as well. Uh, and so, I mean, some things you don't even have to return in person, you can just mail them back. So uh, yeah, it's definitely something that I think uh, I've seen it impact individuals in a way where it comes down to ideas of like impulse control when it comes to the sense of kind of gratification when it comes to even uh, just boredom and restlessness. And so uh, uh, definitely something that uh, can impact people on different levels, uh, as well as like you said, with uh, what's going on in the world of vaccine and things like that, is that's starting to roll out even more and more. Um, you know, I've known some individuals who are getting it or uh, who started to get it uh, and people are getting it soon. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely worthy uh, topics to address right now. Yeah, talking about shopping online, uh, because I was very busy in my previous job, I started shopping online long time ago. Mm. And I think I was one of the very first people that uh, really appreciated online shopping. And at the beginning, it was a little difficult to find where you want to shop or what is the, your, the best option that, um, you know, it fits you. Um, but I started looking into different options. And I really found it fascinating that something can come at your door and, uh, you know, you realize that some of the maybe um, shopping that you do, the size, the style maybe is more appealing when you look at the picture and the size is not <laughs> the size that you really want. But eventually you become really great in finding the best option for yourself, whether it's uh, clothing, whether it's uh, home, um, you know, wear stuff. So I really enjoy shopping online, but um, I became better by putting it in the bags and but not really clicking to mm -hmm. buy it mm -hmm. and then come back to it, look at it and then mm -hmm. delete some of it and then keep some, some, um, some of them and let it be in the bags and then come back to it and really think, do I really want it or not? And I've become really better and better in that. I remember when um, I did surgery on my feet, I needed some comfy shoes. Uh -huh. So I started looking at shoes. So, and you know, we talked about this algorithm that mm -hmm. the media has and mm -hmm. 
every time I opened my computer and went online, all these different shoes, the comfy sure. shoes came on my <laughs> side. So I started keeping them in the bag. Mm. And I had like maybe 10, 12 options in the back. The next day yeah. I came back, I deleted about seven of them and I kept five. And mm. I, I was just playing with that <laughs> to make sure the one I want is really is fitted um, with what I need. And finally, yeah. I got one and I'm so happy that that one was the best option because sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. As you said, it's so easy to return and that makes it even easier. You go, oh, I just buy it. And if I doesn't work, I can send it back. But now I'm even more careful. Um, so my return has been minimum, you know, because I think about it, I play with it. So I'm happy that we have this option. But also, um, I want to talk about psychological effect of that easy access for shopping. Um, because uh, I know, um, I'm guilty of that myself when I started being an online shopper. And that was long ago. Like I would say um, probably since five years ago um, mm -hmm. or even maybe sooner. As soon as this option opened, I can't even remember. I remember yeah. I was the online shopper. But um, it is hard to control. So yeah. maybe um, the psychological part of it is, again, just like our conversation from yesterday in relationship. How is our relationship with our shopping? Are mm. we just a shopper uh, without thinking? Are we a shopper with essential stuff that we need? So we start, we need to start thinking about it and we need to stop thinking again, <laughs> back yeah. to emotions and sensation mm -hmm. and realize whether we really need to shop or not. Yeah. And that's a great point too. And that's what I was going to highlight. I always like to encourage people asking a question, is this something I want or is this something I need? Um, you know, and so in asking ourselves that question, and like you said, too, that's something I've encouraged people, you know, if you have, uh, and again, I think one of the things that we're, we're not we haven't identified yet is this idea of even accessibility as far as having the option of, you know, online um, purchasing. It's something that more and more people have now through smartphones, through internet. And so it's something that more and more people are able to do, but just because we have the means to do it doesn't always mean that we should. So we still have to think of, you know, that financial responsibility, you know, again, goes to that idea. Is this something that I want or is this something I need? Uh, there's this, sometimes the, the people can struggle with some impulse control. It's like, oh, I want this. And so as soon as they, they add it to their cart, you know, your phone uh, will vibrate or ding and then it's like, oh, okay, it's, it's there. And then, you know, we get a confirmation email that, you know, oh, it's shipping. And, and so all those things can be kind of gratifying in a way. And so we can get caught up in that process of, okay, you know, I want this, but do we need it? And so for some individuals, I encourage, you know, like you said, the idea of leaving your cart, you know, if you know that sometimes you will tend to kind of just say, okay, I want it. And maybe it's not something that you need, you know, give yourself, you know, 30 minutes, give yourself, you know, a day to reflect on, you know, is that something I need? Also thinking, you know, financially, uh, thinking, you know, what's my budget? Is this something that I kind of anticipated uh, purchasing? You know, well, nowadays, I mean, you could even, you know, buy groceries uh, uh, online uh, and have them delivered to your house. So it, it's not just those uh, additional or recreational things that we're buying, we can be buying much needed things. And so uh, really having to ask yourself, you know, is this something I want? Or is this something I need? I'm thinking in some ways, uh, it's more like, what do I need when you do shopping online? Because imagine you're in a store, grocery store, you look at different things and you go, oh, you know, I, I get it. But when you're shopping online, you're more careful. I mean, at least uh, my way of thinking is like, what do I need today? Or what do I need this week? But then when you go to grocery shopping, you just see things and you go, oh, this is only time I have to um, shop for mm -hmm. this week. And let's just get all this. I may need it. But when you're sitting at home and you are looking at options that you have, uh, maybe, you know, uh, you think more for uh, with 
you know, the need um, and, and whether I really have to have this or yeah. is it something that I may just put it in the refrigerator mm-hmm. and it goes uh, rotten and I have to throw mm-hmm. it away. Yeah. But um, in regards to uh, comparing shopping online with in person, uh, I know my generation, I talk to so many of my friends and people mm-hmm. I know, it's very difficult for them to do clothes shopping online because they want to try it they want and Mm -hmm. some people are actually devastated with all Mm -hmm. these places that they can't go to look at things um you know in person but um i sometimes tell them you have to probably start with returning things at the beginning but then you become better at it and i really want to encourage um this is something that I do with my loved ones too, mm-hmm. that they have a hard time to try something that is new. Mm-hmm. Uh, always risk. Uh, I mean, especially when the risk is not huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to, because some people tell me I like to do online shopping, but I haven't started and I have a hard time. But I guess like anything else, learning the new thing is always not easy. So try and then see how it goes. You know, you may enjoy it, you may not, and that's fine. But I always feel like, you know, the appreciation I have from online shopping in all aspects of shopping, I mean, grocery, other uh, important you know, pieces of things that you need for repair at home, I really want to encourage people who haven't done this to have the courage to try. Because, um, you know, it's so important, as you mentioned, the financial part, considering what you need and what you um, want, you know, the difference between the two, but also uh, don't go too far from, you know, just I may need that because you can always do that. It's in your hand with a click that you can always get it. So don't, don't go too far in shopping online. Yeah. Uh, And along those lines, I find it's, you know, that's where the internet and, uh, uh, you know, shopping online can be helpful as far as kind of finding the best prices for something. So I'm, I'm definitely a thrifty shopper. I'm always trying to save money in some way. And so uh, I actually, uh, in person versus online, I actually kind of prefer in person, but I like to use the internet as an option to explore what the best prices are. And so that can be, you know, if you look at it as a tool, something that you can research, uh, that can be one way that you do it. And especially now um, uh, you can do, you know, you can have it delivered to your house. You can do uh, online, you know, in-store, what is it, curbside pickup, um, or even go into the store uh, to do that. And so, yeah, there's a lot of different ways that we can uh, do that. But still, again, I think it comes down to those questions of, you know, is this something I need? Is this something I want? Um, Is this in line with your budget? Uh, uh, you know, what, what is it going to give you? You know, can, is this something you can see using in, you know, a week and a month? Um, or is this something like right now, it's a little more like impulsive in that way. Uh, a lot of times, you know, with our phones, you know, we can, you know, first thing in the morning or, or last thing at night, we can be on our phones. And, and sometimes people will tell me that's when they're shopping. And it's like, well, that's probably not a time to be making purchases. Uh, but, uh, you know, kind of putting in your carts one thing, maybe saving it for the next day, give yourself some time to think about it. You know, we're not at our, our sharpest sometimes right in the beginning of the day or right at the end of the night. And so it's like, okay, maybe we need to be thoughtful about when we're making those purchases too. Sure. And also the emails, you know, same, like at night you're emailing and uh, you're tired or you may, <laughs> you may write something that you're not happy after you think about uh, what you wrote. So mm. it's always important to uh, write your email, but don't send it, you know, mm. let's just, uh, especially the emails that you need to send thoughtfully. <laughs> I, I've seen one or two emails from you uh, at, at some pretty late hours. And uh, yeah, it's one of those things where I, I'm the same way. Sometimes I'll, I'll write emails a little too late, but I've learned uh, like Google, for example, has a feature we can schedule 
the email. And so, so that way I'm not sending an email at 11 o'clock at night uh, and it looks like it arrived at 9 a.m. exactly the next day. But uh, yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, sometimes even being thoughtful about those things that we're doing, how we're using social media, how we're using technology, uh, yeah. whether it's emails or shopping is definitely important. Yeah. Well, it's interesting when you said um, we can send it at certain time. Sometimes when I looked at some of the emails, I thought, oh my gosh, they wake up so early in the morning and mm. they send their messages at 3.30 or 4 o'clock in the morning. Mm. But then I realized they schedule it at that time and they send it. Not that they, mm. you know, yeah. <laughs> they get up at that time because yeah. <laughs> I always envy those that they get up so early and I go, mm. wow, you know, they have such a long day in front of them that they get <laughs> so many things. I wish I could get up at four or five o'clock, <laughs> but then I realized maybe it's maybe, mm. of course, I don't know whether that's true or not, but there's a possibility that they schedule it for that time. Maybe. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> with that, I want to give a break and come back to continue our conversation. Shanwandigan Aziz Radio Bamdad, Imruz Man, Vaham Karam, Dr. Alexandradi, Darhad Maitun Hastim. و در مورد خرید آنلاین یعنی با این فضای مجازی که در دسترسمون هست و اینکه چطور میتونیم کنترل کنیم خودمون رو در مورد خریدهای غیر ضروری که آنلاین انجام میدیم این روزها به خاطر مسئله کرونا و این پندمیکی که دوچارش هستیم خیلی خرید از طریق فضای مجازی میکنن ما در مورد این مسئله و سایر مسائل روز باهاتون صحبت میکنیم برمیگردیم در خدمتتون هستیم اگه تازه رادیوتون رو باز کردین و کسانی هستن که از برنامه ما به زبان انگلیسی بهره میبرن ازشون دعوت کنین روزهای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت 12 تا یک بعد از ظهر به برنامه ما به زبان انگلیسی در مورد موضوعات مختلف و ارتباطشون با مسئله روانشناسی صحبت داریم with Dr. Andrade, and we are continuing our conversation um, regarding different current issues. One of them was uh, media shopping, um, online shopping, and we talked about email sending and basically uh, regulating our emotions and impulse Um, so controlling that in every aspect of life, but specifically we talked about uh, shopping and we talked about uh, sending email late at night or very early in the morning. Um, Dr. Andrade, I was, uh, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it reminds me too about uh, uh, one of the things that uh, with the Apple phones, I know that they have um, uh, weekly, kind of like a weekly report of, how much you've been using uh, your your phone. And so it's funny because one of those things that comes up, I think it comes up like at the end of the week, it's like showing you which apps you're using, which percentage, how much more you're on your phone. And I feel like it's one of those things for, I don't know if it's for a lot of people, but I know for myself, I almost feel guilty when I see those like results. It's like, it says, oh, your your usage is up 10%. And I'm like, oh, okay, I've been on my phone like a lot more. Or it's like, I feel good when it's down for some reason. Um, and then even looking at the apps that I use, speaking of which, you know, as far as like shopping online, 
Uh, but then also too, you know, uh, with social media, it's one of those things that I talk to a lot of people about as far as, you know, being aware of how much we're consuming and using social media, uh, both in, in, in regards to, you know, like Facebook and uh, TikTok and uh, um, uh, Instagram, things like that, as well as even like news uh, media as well. So it's, it's something we need to be aware of how frequently we're doing that. I think, unfortunately, you know, our phones, they, they ding and vibrate and send all these notifications. And so it, it draws our attention to that. I know even in the course of our uh, conversations at times, you know, we hear a ding in the background or, you know, sometimes they'll be listening to a different podcast. Uh, you know, you'll hear a ding in the background. And it's, it's one of those things where part of me always feels like, oh, like we shouldn't have that on. And, you know, like, oh, it's disruptive in a way. But it's also very normal. People will have their, their phone ring and ding and all those things. And so, yeah, it's definitely it shows how, how integrated the phone is. Uh, within our everyday life too. And I, I think one of the other areas where you see such a contrast in how present, you know, media and, and technology is present in our lives. If you ever watch a movie from like the eighties or something like that, like you'll notice how a person has to go to a payphone to make a phone call, or they have to go home to make a phone call where, uh, and then you see a, a more modern movie and it's like the whole movie is about, you know, their phone and something like that. So yeah, you know, it's definitely something that is a part of our everyday life. Yeah, you know, I was going to talk about environment and related to online shopping, but mm. uh, uh, you took my trace of thought to what you were saying about the movies. And then in 80s, last night, we were watching a movie from 70 um, era, era okay. and it was so interesting that mm. like the FBI was trying to get a person and the way they were doing it, it was so <laughs> primitive compared to now that they can in a second find a person wherever that person is. If, of course, uh, I know there are so many other ways that they can hide, but I mean, generally speaking, it's so easy nowadays to find a person, but it was very interesting to see the difference in 70s and where we are now, even within days and, and um, months, the things are changing. But talking about shopping online, um, all of a sudden that came to my mind that maybe with that we are helping our environment because... Hmm. Imagine less people outside, less people driving, um, you know, but I understand that maybe uh, economically um, it would help different, you know, um, economical entities um, or organizations. Um, so obviously, you know, all these gas stations, all these, um, you know, companies, uh, of course, you know, yeah. uh, they're not selling as much, but on the other hand, you know, when you think about the environment and how many people used to be outside now with being working at home, with shopping at home, in many ways, we are helping the environment. And I think when I talk to my nieces and nephews, everybody is so happy with working at home. So my general idea of talking to people around me um, that are working from home, including my own sons, they appreciate working at home. Yeah. Uh, and they feel like they have more time to do things that they like, uh, you know, the exercise, um, and, and even uh, having time to shop online. All of that seems to be uh, benefiting individuals, especially young people. But then on the other hand, I like to have a better analysis of whether online shopping with specific stores that people used to go to and now do it online, is it different? Is it um, beneficial more for those companies or are they losing? Because I'm just thinking, for example, Walmart, yeah. Uh, the, the organization that is huge in this country, you know, people are shopping online constantly from yeah. Walmart, but yeah. also they're going to the stores as well. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I don't know about the economical part of the, that organization, but I'm just thinking from many people that I hear, they either shop in person from Walmart or do their shopping online. So it's important to have that analysis and comparison to see whether 
um, you know, we are helping the environment. On the other hand, nothing has changed for that organization. If you're helping, you know, the organizations not to go down, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, that's a great point too. And you, you kind of alluded to that earlier, that idea of, you know, when you're shopping online, maybe you have a specific item or, or set of items uh, in mind. So you'll search for that. And yeah, maybe there'll be some related items, but where when you're in the store, you are exposed to all of those things. And so you're walking at like, for me, Target is like horrible. I actually just went to Target this morning. Um, whenever I'm at Target, I usually going into it, I usually make a list because I know if I make a list, I'm more than likely to stick to that list. That doesn't mean that things don't come up or things don't catch my eye, especially when, I mean, Target has everything. They have, you know, uh, house stuff, they have groceries, uh, uh, you know, they have, you know, toys, video games, uh, you know, house uh, stuff such as like bedding and, you know, bathrooms. I mean, so it's like, you know, the joke is for a lot of people, you know, you go in there, you expect to buy two things and you come out with over a hundred dollars worth of stuff. So it's, it can be dangerous in that way. The idea of, you know, physically walking around in somewhere and, you know, something catching your eye and you, you know, being more likely to purchase it there. So, yeah, I think there's that, that trade-off of, you know, being, you know, purchasing online versus being in person. And, and that's a great question too, as far as what is the environmental uh, impact of that. That's a great question too. Um, you know, as far as what does that look like? Um, that's not something that I'm aware of, but yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see what that information says as far as does that help, you know, because I'm thinking of, you know, like all the, the, the trucks that are needed to deliver all the, uh, you know, all the, the airplanes that fly to deliver these things. And so there's probably more of that than there's been before, but does that, you know, is that, overall uh, less than if you know individual consumers were out driving there's times where i think of sometimes i'll order something online and they'll ship it separately and it's like one little small thing in this big box and i'm like how many hands did this have to cross in order just to get to me it's like and it almost feels like frivolous in that way it's like all of that's just for to ship this one little thing um so yeah in that in that case, it's like, okay, that doesn't feel so productive in a way. So yeah, yeah. But uh, on the other hand, I was just thinking when you are in person shopping at the store, as you said, mm -hmm. um, you buy different things because you see it. But when you're shopping online, you only specifically are searching for that item that you want. So mm -hmm. sometimes, and especially psychologically, you look at the total uh, amount that you have in your bags. But then when you are there, you don't count until you go to the cashier. And usually you just say, well, okay, I buy it. But when you have access to online to, you know, uh, the money that you see in front of your eyes, this is how much I'm paying, you usually yeah. are more careful. But talking about Target, um, <laughs> one, time, one time one of my friends who lived for a long time in France and was here for visit, uh, she came back and said, I was at Target. <laughs> said, uh, oh, is it a boutique? She goes, no, Target. Target has uh, really the most um, fashion um, fashionable stuff that you can find because even in France, I see like this is the style. And I thought, I like to go to Target. Where is it? And then she goes, well, this is, you know, the, and then when she gave the address, I noticed that, oh, she's talking about Target. Yeah. And, you know, to really, uh, I realized that, yes, they don't, they are not for clothing. But mm. seriously, if you look, the most fashionable things first comes to Target. And if you look, then you realize, oh, this is now in fashion. Yeah. Um, so that was very interesting. Every time someone talks about Target, I always yeah. remember Target. And yeah. I thought, what a very fascinating place that must be. <laughs> no, and I hear people say that too. It's almost like to make it fancier, Target versus calling it Target. And so it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like, oh, I got my clothes from Target. And so <laughs> trying to sound fancy. And so, but yeah, I mean, I, and I think, you know, I mean, I think we're without directly naming it, you know, we're talking about, you know, big business versus like boutiques and like smaller businesses. And so, 
yeah, it's become more popular and more mainstream to buy from these larger places. I mean, we think of like, you know, Macy's, uh, Bloomingdale's, uh, you know, all of those clothing places that people will traditionally, you know, view even things like Sears and JCPenney's where now you have Target, you know, which is, you know, uh, what home uh, items is being a competitor maybe to not only other large businesses, but even, you know, small mom and pop boutiques and things like that. So it goes to show you where, you know, commerce is now. It's through um, these, these larger organizations and companies that are, you know, kind of uh, dominating is too strong of a word, but, you know, they're the primary source, like you said, Walmart, we go target. I mean, those are, you know, big companies that, you know, a lot of people will go to get most of the things that they need. Uh, and yeah, you can easily get those things now. So yeah, it's so different uh, from how it used to be, you know, you go to, you know, the hardware store for hardware things, you know, you'd go to, you know, Macy's for just clothing things. And now you got, you know, something like target where you can get everything in one location. Absolutely. And um, most of these places before they didn't have grocery shopping in their uh, stores, but now they have added that. And it's been very successful. But talking about the local boutique and small businesses, I always feel for them. And I even in the past when economy was really glowing and growing, I still always wanted to support the local stores. And as much as I could, I was always, uh, you know, going to local boutiques or places so that, you know, they have that encouragement to keep their businesses. I am sure during this pandemic, one of the biggest hit um, economically is for these little stores and places in the uh, local communities. And uh, I hope that they can survive and they can um, continue with their businesses, but it seems to be very difficult. So I'm sure a lot of people during this pandemic, they're going through difficult times economically um, and uh, some socially. Uh, we know that one of the most important part of uh, well-being, a human being, is the social part. And um, the more we are isolated, the more we um, stay by ourselves and media becomes or the um, you know platforms that we use become our friend the mm-hmm. more we are isolated from social aspect of life so I want to encourage our listeners to continue having small socialization online and uh, use uh, whatever venue you use online to uh, be in communication with your family and friends with that I want to uh, give another break and we come back to continue our conversation conversation about um, today's uh, um, topic that we talked. شنوندگان عزیز رادیو بامداد من به همراه همکارم دکتر الکساندرادی امروز در خدمتون هستیم و در مورد مسائل مختلف روز مخصوصا این روزها خرید از راه فضای مجازی و آسان کردن این مسئله در روزگارمون صحبت می کردیم و اینکه چطور میتونیم یک خریدار مسائل مختلف روز باشیم ولی با در نظر گرفتن موضوعات مختلفی که کمک میکنه به هزینه و کمتر خرج کردن و اینکه چطور بتونیم کنترل بکنیم خواسته هامونو و بیشتر سعیمون در این باشه که احتیاجات روزمرهمون رو بیشتر در نظر داشته باشیم تا اینکه چطور میتونیم خودمون رو قانع کنیم به چیزهایی که واقعا لازم نداریم و میتونیم این کنترل رو در خودمون داشته باشیم برمیگردیم و در خدمتون هستیم
are back with Dr. Andrade, and we are continuing our conversation regarding um, online shopping and uh, different um, ways that um, you know our life has changed. Dr. Andrade, I was going to say there are some pros and cons of online shopping. Let's just list some of the advantages and maybe some of the disadvantages. I have a list in front of me. Advantages are convenience, better prices, as you mentioned, more variety, easy to send gifts, because rather than going around and thinking what I want to do, you can simply get an e-card and send it. More control, um, easy price comparison, as you also mentioned, no crowds, uh, no sales pressure, uh, and access to used or damaged inventory and privacy or discrete purchases. And then the disadvantages, obviously, is negative environmental impact of packaging and gas, shipping um, problems and delays, risk of fraud, mm -hmm. less contract with your community, contact, mm -hmm. I'm sorry, less contact and contract too, because of mm -hmm. the virus, um, spending too much time online, mm -hmm. returns can be complicated sometimes, you don't know exactly what you're getting, um, unfriendly, scammy, or complicated websites, no sales assistance, and no support for local retailers. So these were the list I um, had in front of me. And it's interesting because these are some, you know, advantages and disadvantages we can look at it. Oh, yeah, there, there, there are a lot of conveniences to it. And it's something that it, it makes things, especially with the, you know, COVID right now going on, it, it makes things a little bit more accessible. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely an in person. It's one of the things I've, I've kind of known about myself, but definitely have learned about myself even more during this whole pandemic. I'm definitely a social person in that way. And so even going to the store, uh, for me, it gives me a little something and just being able to be around people and even, you know, sometimes just the small chit chat that kind of happens uh, in that setting where, um, you know, to just purely do that from home, uh, you know, there's things that you, you lose out on and you miss out on. So it's definitely one of those things where, you know, weighing the pros and cons is so important and even recognizing too. I, I, again, I think one of the big things that I emphasize for a lot of individuals, and it, there's a bit of a taboo uh, sometimes about talking about money, but uh, that's a huge, I think, aspect of the online shopping. You know, if you're using it as a tool, as a resource to save money, being economical in that way, um, you know, making your life easier, um, you know, as far as, you know, having to limit your exposure going out. Uh, yeah, those are all great things. But as we've talked about too, you know, there's definitely the impulsivity side to it. Um, you know, there's the asking yourself the question, is it a want, is it a need? Um, so that make you're being very fiscally responsible. And, and I see, unfortunately, sometimes people will put themselves in a lot of debt um, because of that. You know, you have a credit card, you do the online shopping. Before you know it, your credit card is to this amount. Um, and there can be a lot of shame, a lot of guilt about that. So it's something that we have to be very, very present with, very aware of. I think as much as we always talk about impulse control, as much as we talk about regulating our emotions, there's so many aspects of life we need to always consider and keep in mind that we need to control them in a positive way. When one of them is financial and the psychological effect of this uh, lack of financial control uh, is huge in life. And we know that so many um, you know, relationship has been affected by that. Uh, and also, uh, there are, um, you know, controlling everything in life, we talk about um, a good diet, we talk about exercise, we talk about shopping, we talk about uh, different health issues. But uh, I think financial is a big part of a person's life. And uh, it's so important to really put aside a certain uh, amount of money based on the um, income and say, if I spend this much money on myself, for example, it doesn't hurt um, anything in my life. I can either save it or use it the way I want. So it's just, uh, you know, the way you look at things uh, in um, different way. Uh, some people like to save it. 
Some people like to spend it. And this is completely up to you with the way you look at life. But I always recommend um, as a psychologist, when people have psychological um, issues or that is related to financial, because many of the couples, their life is uh, in jeopardy because of financial issue, either um, one of them have not managed this um, correctly. But I always say, look at your income and look where you are putting, um, you know, so much that is not needed and where you, you are going in the future, how much saving you need, you know, all of that comes to mind. Yeah. And, and, and along of those lines, one of the things, um, uh, the uh, kind of um, numerical kind of breakdown that people tend to recommend uh, there's a 50, 30, 20, which is 50% of our income should be on like housing and, and those essentials that we need where uh, 30% is for recreational and then 20% is for savings. And so to create financial well-being and stability, and again, I think that's essentially what you're talking about, that that, that balance that we all need in our life. So with that, that breakdown of 50% for the things that we need, 30% for recreational, 20% for savings allows most individuals to feel a sense of security and stability in that way. And, and 20%, I, I do want to say, you know, that's, that's a lot for a lot of individuals and it can feel like it's difficult to save that much. And so uh, again, saving and financial responsibility tends to come with some feelings too, such as security, uh, such as, you know, knowing that, you know, if something were to, to happen or suddenly arise, some kind of, uh, uh, you know, expense, you'd be able to manage. So even if, you, you know, you, you feel like you're not a good saver, if you're feeling like that, that 20% could be really difficult. Even if you start by saving, you know, uh, you know, 10%, or sometimes I'll even encourage people, you know, just say, you know, $100 or $20 or whatever you can to start that process. Because I've noticed a lot of times once you start to have that increased financial responsibility, such as, you know, having a, you know, a savings account and having a larger amount in that, you, you get excited about it almost. It's like, oh, look how, you know, much I've saved. And so uh, it, it can be something that you continuously, you know, expand on and grow. So maybe it's, you know, 5% or 10% to start, but then maybe as time goes on, you get better at, you know, balancing and managing your expenses and, and, and as well as uh, your savings so that you can feel even more secure in that way. Yeah, especially for young people, it's really a huge, um, you know, importance. Um, I think it's really important in their, their lives to think of their future, but also for people who have um, had their savings, they have raised their children. Uh, they now need to really think of themselves too, because I know in some cultures, especially in Persian culture, I know that uh, it's a lot to leave for your kids and it's a lot to just make sure of their future. But um, I also want to recommend um, people who have their kids uh, doing well and uh, they're at a point in life that they need to enjoy, always consider that as well. Because sometimes we get to the habit of uh, saving, 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 but we don't realize where we are in life. I mean, it's great for young people to think of their future and saving because they need it, that they, they want to have better life, better, you know, um, house, better spending. But when it comes to older age, I really want to also mention that we need to think twice. How much are we thinking of our children? But how much are we thinking of ourselves? Especially I see in many people that their children are doing even better than themselves, but mm. still they're always saving for their children. I think it, it has become a habit rather than um, okay, what is it for me at this point in life? I need to really enjoy my life as well. And I need to do what I haven't done because of always saving for my children. Because when you have little children, you're always thinking of them. I just want to give example of myself. I remember when I was raising my children, um, I always was considering, you know, do I need this? This is better to be safe for my children. But then you get to a point that you realize, okay, you have raised your children, your children are doing fine. Now is the time to think, okay, you know, I have 
um, you know, done everything I could. And, and at this point, maybe uh, it's time to think, um, what do I need? You know, no, that's a great point, too. And, and I'm kind of in that uh, related to that. I'm kind of in that position where I'm the, the tables are being turned a little bit. And, you know, not only am I as my parents child able to take care of myself, but also wanting to take care of them and wanting to help them. And so it's something that I've seen them even kind of struggle with and, you know, giving them money for gifts or even just to, you know, support them in some purchase or even just to make them comfortable in that way. It's something that is kind of new for them because again, that, that idea has been so ingrained that as parents, they need to maybe take care of me. Um, and so those roles have been uh, reversed a little bit. And so, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, being able to adapt to that, that change in the relationship. And, and like you said, even um, to be able to maybe accept that help as well as even individually, you know, think, oh, how can I give to myself and how can I take care of myself? Um, given that, you know, so much effort and energy has been given to your children in that way. So yeah, it can be, I think it comes back down to that idea of balance. You, you can do those things in ways that feel okay or comfortable. Um, it doesn't have to give be giving everything to your children or giving everything to you, uh, but more of what that balance is. And it should change over time. You know, when they're younger, of course, you're going to be giving more and thinking more. But then as they're getting older, if they're in their 20s, um, you know, 30s, even, uh, you know, do you have to give in that same way as when they were young, Um, it can probably be maybe more uh, less helpful to actually give in that same way as you did, it can foster things like dependency. And so it's it's finding that healthy balance, based on where they're at, and based on where you're at as well. Well, I like the way you said the healthy balance, you know, in everything in life. But I know as parents, we always want to give to our children. That's something unconsciously just comes to our mind that you want to give to your to your um, kids, even now that they're adults, they're doing well. Uh, but I know, as you said, now sometimes I invite my sons to dinner. Um, and then when we go, before you know it, they've paid for dinner. And I, I sometimes go no I invited you guys to come to dinner but I I realized and they always say no no you have done so much for us now you know don't worry about that but Mm -hmm. I mean in in many ways uh children are also trying to you know just do uh, some for their parents and it's a beautiful thing you know um so yeah it's it's just a healthy balance would always be nice uh, to consider With that, we are going to give our last break and come back to end our conversation. Um, We talked about different things today, and I want to say some words in Farsi. Shonavandegan Azizeh Radio Bamdad. من امروز به همراه همکارم دکتر اندراده در خدمتون هستیم اگه تازه رادیاتون رو باز کردین ما روزای شنبه و یه شنبه از ساعت دوازده تا یکی بعد از ظهر در رادیو بامداد برنامه روانشناسی به زبان انگلیسی داریم برای اون دست از شنوندگانی که ترجیح میدن به زبان انگلیسی برنامه روانشناسی رو گوش بدن همطور که میدونیم برنامه روانشناسی انقدر وسیع هستش و در همه زمینه ها ما به خاطر تجربهی که با کسانی که پیش ما میان و صحبت میکنن داریم و ما مسائلمون رو گسترده میکنیم امروز در زمینه خرید از فضای مجازی به جای رفتن به مغازه ها چون بعض وقتا کسانی که پیش ما میان مسائلشون با همسرشون یا با پرنس با پدر مادرشون با کسانی که زندگی میکنن در مورد مسائلیه که ما مطرح میکنیم به هر صورت تا کنون راجب خرید از راه فضای مجازی صحبت کردیم و همینطور رعایت کنترل و رعایت میزان مصرف پولی که ما میکنیم در راه خرید از طریق آنلاین و مسائل جانبی برمیگردیم و در قسمت پایانی برنامه با شما هستیم
back with Dr. Andrade and we continue our conversation. Dr. Andrade, I want to um, ask you, what is the best and worst things to buy online? Ooh, good question. Think about that. I, for me, the thing, uh, I'm getting better at it, kind of like you were saying earlier too with your friends. I'm getting better at buying clothes online. I, I, I used to not like to buy clothes online because I, I, I hate having to try them on and then return them. Like, I feel like it's almost like, you know, clothes are so, <clears throat> you know, uh, again, the style and the fit and all that. It's like, it's almost, I feel like nine out of 10 times you're going to return it. So like, for me, it's always been like, you know, clothes. Um, but as far as, you know, what's the, as far as being the, the most difficult, um, the easiest, um, I think like house things, like, oh, I'm trying to think of like, like, pro- like certain products that, you know, you'll need, um, I think are like easier to buy online in that way. What, what about for you or what, what do you find? I um, think like clothing and books uh, for me is the easiest to do online mm-hmm. uh, or even a used car because um, I purchased my two used cars hmm. online and I was very, very happy because then okay. you can compare, as you said, you can get the prices, but also I had the option to take it to the um you know, the mechanic that mm-hmm. I trust and we drove it together. He approved it. So for me, it was that experience. But I think um, the hardest for me is um, to do, for example, um, let's say medicine, because mm-hmm. you don't know if it's safe or uh, furniture, because you don't oh, yeah. the quality, you know what I mean? Sure, yeah. And even for me, I would say groceries, uh, even mm. though I know t- in today's uh, situation, many people are um, shopping for grocery. For me, it's hard to do grocery yeah. online. You yeah, know? I like prefer people, yeah, in yeah. person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of the things I've never, I always tell people this, I'm proud of it, but it probably eventually I'll, I, I won't be able to say it anymore. Um, I, I've never gotten food from like Uber Eats or from like the food delivery. Um, I just, I'm like, I can go myself and get it. It's like groceries. I can go myself and get it. And if I can't go myself and get it, uh, you know, um, then I probably shouldn't have it. And so, uh, yeah, like with groceries, it's like, I'm going to be by the grocery store at some point, um, especially in California. It's not like we're snowed in or something like that. So it's just like, okay, it doesn't make it that difficult to to do that. So no, I, I'm along those same lines when it comes to groceries. Talking about that, it just reminded me that yesterday I received a text mm. and um, I don't know the source, but they said their um, Whole Food is doing a huge survey mm. in the vicinity that we live um, mm-hmm. and, and they want some shoppers to go to the stores and report to them and have a survey. And um, they pay actually for every visit of 30 mm-hmm. minutes. I thought even though there's a money involved, I don't want to risk it to go to <laughs> shopping for 30 minutes. Sure. So if you know anybody who's interested, I can refer them. But <laughs> uh, but it was interesting that now talking about uh, shopping, Whole Foods is doing a huge survey to probably see how I can, uh, you know, just again, create something different that we don't even, we can think of what's going to be. Um, so with that, uh, Dr. Andrade, do you want to have your last um, uh, statement and advice when it comes uh, to this topic of our today's uh, conversation? Yeah, I'll just leave uh, listeners with that question of, is this a want or is this a need? And really giving yourself, and again, you, you know yourself as far as your kind of impulsivity or tendency to just kind of react. So if, you know, you can implement for yourself a 30 minute rule, a a one hour rule, a one day rule when it comes to adding things to your online shopping cart. Uh, So that way, again, it's in line with that being financially responsibility. So yeah, definitely asking yourself that question. Yeah. Dr. Malik do you have a a last uh, uh, kind of point for listeners as well? 
Yeah, I want to say in regards to shopping, listen to what Dr. Andrade said. This was really a great point. But also I want to say for those who are not online shoppers, give it a try and risk it. And if you haven't done it, you may make a mistake once or twice or even 10 times, but give yourself that option of returning, but learning because I'm so much into making sure you're updated with whatever happens in the society and learn how to actually do things that benefit you in the long run. So I want to encourage people to try it. And even if they make mistakes, don't get discouraged. You return it. I've done that. It's sometimes hard. In the past, was even more difficult. I had to go back to the post office, package it, pay for it, and send it. I'm talking about maybe five, six years ago when I was shopping online. But nowadays, it's so easy and you can return it, but try it. So with that, I want to say goodbye to our listeners. We come back next week and we continue our conversation about different psychological topics. چرا رفتی چرا من بیقرارم به سر سودای آغوش تو دارم نگفتی ماه تا امشب چه زیباس ندیدی جانم غم ناشکی باز چرا رفتی چرا من بیقرارم به سر سودای آغوش تو چه عمری یار من بود امیدت گرچه در هندار من بود بیا اون شرابی دیگرم دل زمین آی حقیقت ساغرم دل چرا رفتی چرا من بیقرارم به سر سودای آغوش تو دارم چرا رفتی چرا من بیقرارم به سر سودای تو داره نگفتی ماه تا امشب چه زیباس ندیدی جانم از غم ناشکی باس چرا رفتی چرا من بیقرارم به سر سودای آغوش تو داره خبر کن دل دیوانه را دیوانه تر کن مرا از هر دو 
بی خبر کن بی خبر کن بیا امشب شرابی دیگرم ده زمین آمای حقیقت ساغرم ده زمین آمای حقیقت ساغرم ده چرا رفتی چرا رفتی